0: This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Balak. Parshas Balak, according to the Chinuch, following his Rebbe, the Rambam, does not contain any of the mitzvos of the Tariag of the 613. However, I want to first of all begin by dedicating this program, La'ilui Nishmas, in memory of the three Kadoshim, Ayal ben Uri, Gilad, Michael ben Ophir. Naftali Yaakov ben Avraham, and we pray that our learning should be an aliyah for their very holy nishamot, that truly were ma'achid, brought together an incredible sense of unity and togetherness for the Jewish people one or two observations about Parshas Korach. Excuse me, Parshas Bolach. In Parshas Balak, you have, according to the Rambam, the belief in the coming of Moshiach. The Rambam writes in the beginning of chapter 11 of Hilchos Melachim, HaMelech HaMoshiach osid la'amod u'lahzir malchus david liyoshna the Moshiach who will be a king from the family of David will return the royalty of David to its institution Boneha Mikdash he will oversee the building of the third base amidash the third temple Mikabets Nidchei yisrael he will oversee the ingathering of all the dispersed of israel vechosrein kolam mishpatim biyomav and all the laws of the torah will return kishayumu kodem as they were in days of old Makriven Korbonos, there will be the resumption of the offerings, sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. Osin Shemitan V'Yovlos, the laws of the Shmita, the sabbatical year, the seventh year, and Yovlos, the fiftieth year, will be restored. K'chol mitzvah Now, says the Rambam, V'chol mi bo, whoever does not believe in the concept of of Moshiach, of the Messiah. Oh, Mish'einu mechake one who does not pine, who's not anxious, and does not excitedly await for his coming. Lo bishar kofer, he's not only denying the prophecy of the other prophets, ele bat Avdo. There's a denial of of one of the tenets of our Torah and Moshe Rabbeinu. The Torah testifies that there will be the coming of Moshiach. And his second proof comes from this week's parsha of Parsha's Balak after Parsha's Bilam whereby in this week's parsha Balak the king of Moab hires Bilam the non-Jewish prophet to come and curse the Jewish people so after he is unsuccessful in so doing what we do find at the end of the parsha in chapter 24 verse 17 and 18 he prophesizes regarding the two moshiach Moshiach HaRishon, the first one, Shu David, Shoshiach Es Yisrael, Miyad Sare'am, King David, who helped Israel from its enemies, Uba Moshiach and in the latter Moshiach, mi Mibonav, who will come from the descendants of David, Shemoshiach Es Yisrael, who will be the one to literally save Israel. Israel bring it out of its exile Ba'achrona in the end of days. The Omer and Shum, therefore he says, he cites from this week's parasha, Er Velo Atah, literally I shall see him, but not now. And this refers to King David, Ashurenu, literally I shall look at him, Velo Karov, but it's not near Hamashiach. Torah mi Miyakov, literally a star, has issued forth from Jacob. This is a reference to David, the come Shavet, Misrael, and a scepter bearer, has risen from Israel, Zemelah HaMoshiach. So the first thing that comes out of this week's Parsha is that of the belief: Anima Amin,mahle. The but I'd like to focus on an additional significant verse which we're all familiar with, which comes from this week's parasha. In chapter 24, verse 5, Bilam says, Matovu halecho yaakov secho yisrael. How goodly are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel. Now, is it not strange, I ask you, that the Siddur, the prayer book, begins with this verse. When the Jew enters the synagogue, he recites this verse from this week's parsha of Bala. Now, I ask you, are there no other verses in Tanakh that extol the virtue of synagogue that we have to go to that which was recited by Bilam not exactly your nicest individual and so I'd like to suggest that in this verse it's not only saying to the Jew as he she comes into the synagogue welcome home, but on a much deeper level, it is a prelude, an introduction to prayer, teaching us the incredible capacity of prayer to transform, literally. The Talmud tells us that from Bilam's blessing, says Rabbi Yochanan in the Gemara Sanhedrin, Kuf Hehmedbez one oh five Bibirchoshaloso Russia from his blessing made Maoyo Balibo we see what was in his heart. B. K. Shlomar, he wanted to say Shalo Yu The Jewish people should not have synagogues, Ubate Midrashos, and houses of study to get close to God. How and what happened? He said Matova. Why? Because, as the Pasuk teaches us in Parshas Kiseite, that God transformed his curse into a blessing. Prayer is the capacity to transform. And even if we don't know exactly. What we are praying for, prayer has an incredible effect. I have to believe that so many Jews who when we found out of the tragic end of the three young men who were kidnapped and brutally murdered, how frustrated we were How consciously or subconsciously you might have said to yourself the prayers that we have recited, and this was recited by Jews all over the world. Chiloni, Haredi, observant, not yet observant, from every walk and stripe, all Jews were praying. And now, God forbid, you could say, for what? For naught, I want to say that that is nothing but the farthest from the truth. I repeat the words that were said by the chief rabbi, Yitzchak Yosef, the Sephardic chief rabbi of Medinas Yisrael. He cited from the Haftorah, on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, coming from Yirmiyohu, chapter Lamed Aleph, Rabbi the Navi, Yirmiyohu, tells us, Ko Omar Hashem, this is what God has said, Ko a voice was heard on high. Nehi b'chi samru rim. There's wailing, there's bitter crying. Rachel m'vako al Rachel is crying for her children. Me'ano She refuses to be consoled. al for her children. Ki'einenu for they are gone. The rabbis tell us in the introduction to the Medrash Eicha that Yirmiyahu Hanavi goes and he wakes up the Ovos and the Imahos. And their prayers are not effective. Rachel Imenu says to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, She says to God, Look here. I took in Atzarah into my home. Yaakov was supposed to marry me. Yaakov, I gave Yaakov Leah. I lived with quote competition all my life. God, you have to do the same. And even though your children have brought idolatry into your base, Hamidosh, you've got to forgive them. Unbelievable language. Listen to her prayer. Ko Shem So the Nabi tells us that God says, "Mini kolech mibechi. Rachel, restrain and stop your voice from crying. mi <speaking in Hebrew> And wipe away your tears. Ki <speaking> yesh <in Hebrew> Because there is a reward for your prayers. Ne'um <speaking in> ha'ashem. <Hebrew> and me me'eretz o'yev. Your children will return from the land of their enemies. Ve'yeish tikval le'achri seich. And there is hope for you ultimately, says God, the shovel and your children shall return to their borders. Now I ask you, when was Rachel's prayer offered? And the answer is approximately 2,500 years ago. So you would imagine over the centuries, you would ask and say, Rachel, what happened to your prayer? We would only imagine her prayer was filled and covered over with Cobwebs, and it was completely in oblivion. Right? Wrong. We have lived to see in our day in the last 66 years since the founding of the state of Israel, Beli Ayin harakim came Six million Jews have come to return home. Rachel's prayer has been answered and is being answered and will continue to be answered even though it potentially lied dormant for almost and more than 2,000 years. The point is very clear. The tefillos that we recited on behalf of these three men, these tefillos, you should know, were not for naught. They are taken. They are deposited in the divine bank of prayer, and they are utilized for the benefit of the Jewish people when Hakadosh Baruch Hu deems it necessary. And Rav Sadek tells us that those prayers which are offered unfortunately, without kavana, without proper concentration. I don't have to tell you how challenging prayer is and how too often we are distracted by other events going on in our life and our prayers are not offered with the proper sincerity and concentration. Yet, says Rav Sadok, when other prayers are offered with kavanah. They have the capacity to not only rise, but they bring with them as well those other prayers that have been placed on high because they were offered without the proper kavanah. We don't realize how much these three kedoshim, these three young men accomplished literally by the great unification of the Jewish people and by bringing together the incredible tefillos that were offered on their behalf. And we pray that Am Yisrael should be privileged to be unified continually in the future for smochot and happy occasions and not, unfortunately, through tragedy. Shabbat Shalom to all.